Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Hey, my favorite listener, I have a little bit of an experience for you because it's going to be an experience for me. What I want to talk about today is trust and intuition in your career. This is going to be a fun experience because I typically like to have some good quality bullet point notes for myself and I don't today. I think that I'm okay with that because I'm calling this episode Trust and Intuition. Who knows what's about to happen? So trust and intuition in your career for myself as a speaker, as a coach. I want to talk about how I've used trust and intuition because what I really want to do is I want to help others build trust in themselves, making decisions, trust in your intuition and that sort of thing. If you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me talk about my CNC collab. My CNC collab is a mastermind. It's the Confidence and Communication Collaboration. I'm so excited about this program because this is an opportunity for me to help women who are going through serious transitions. They're ready to level the fuck up and they want to do some business stuff, do some speaking stuff, show up online stuff. But also part of my like secret plan is to help that it's not really a secret, but is to help them trust and strengthen their communication with their intuition, because this is what I do. This is my life. And I think that there are others out there who also want to do that very same thing, because it's something that I yearn for. It's something that I do on a regular basis is I'm looking for that support group. Well, I found that support group and I'll tell you a little bit about that. But that's what the CNC collab is. So by the time you hear this episode, we will probably have already started our first meeting. But if if that sounds good to you, send me a DM anyway. You never know. Let's chat about it. So I'm going to start this episode with a little bit of a, I guess, a prayer. I don't know what I would actually call it, a prayer. You've heard me say it if you've listened to my affirmations episodes, but I want to get right into it. And before I do any serious talk, I usually do this before I hit record. I do this before I'm speaking at any event, before coaching sessions, but I wanted to do it while I'm recording just for the authenticity of the message. So here it goes. So close my eyes, take a deep breath. I invite you to do the same thing. Maybe if you can't close your eyes, you don't have to do that, but take a deep breath. And I say, God, creator universe, cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Cleanse me of everything that is less than good with your spiritual and powerful waterfall. And I use waterfall because that's my my place of magic when I'm when I'm next to a waterfall like holy shit it's like I'm in heaven I command my subconscious mind to deliver to me the power the grace the wisdom the message the connection the names the dates the places the words that's how I start it's that's the shit I do okay (laughs) trust and intuition 
I want to talk a little bit about how I've used trust and intuition. I want to talk about how it started for me, how I make my decisions through trust and intuition, and how I've done it even most recently. I think that intuition and just communication with the universe, with God, creator, universe, whatever you call it, I think is it's a lot of the same thing. It might be different components. Maybe that's even too much for me to say, but it's really the same thing. It's the same area. It's the communication that happens in the same way. And it's the communication that happens within your spirit and the universe. It's where it collides. It's where it aligns. And it's amazing. I have felt it a lot of times. And I think it wasn't really until I was in my late 20s when I really started to understand it and be able to almost put it into words. So I want to talk about energy around people because that's something. But but the other thing I'm going to throw into this conversation, so maybe it's going to be a mishmash, but I, I promise you it's going to come out good. It's either going to come out good or you're never going to hear this episode. I want to talk about visualization. Visualization was one of the exercises that I started using even before I knew what it was. And it's mostly because I like to daydream. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've said that. I like to daydream. I like to keep my head in the clouds. It's always kept me safe. It's kept my heart in a safe place. It's allowed me to heal. It's allowed me to not give a shit what other people think. But in one of my first jobs, my first job was at Manitoba Hydro. I got the job out of a high school program when I graduated. I got summer employment and then I got offered full-time employment. And while I was there, I was a batch clerk, which was very a very mundane job. I appreciated every single second of it. But one of the things that I did while I had this job was I started visualizing before I knew what it was. And it was just me daydreaming. So my desk was at the back of the cashier's office. And so it's going to be funny. There's a couple of ladies that I still connect with that I worked with at Hydro. So if you hear this, you send me a DM, you send me a text, you let me know what you think of the story. But I'd be sitting at the back organizing my color-coded papers, which is like super, super easy. And I really wanted to work at the front as a cashier. I was in the same office as them, but my desk was tucked away behind. So the public couldn't see me, but I could clearly see the women who were working at the cashier's counter. I remember looking at them and just from afar, I would be thinking they look like they're having so much fun. And I loved like when I would walk by them, we'd always get chances to chat and we'd have coffee together. And And they were great, great ladies, and it was such a fun job. But I'd look at them while I'm counting or um, organizing my boring papers, and they're taking large cash payments, answering customer inquiries, you know, just laughing at random things together. And it just looked like they were having the best time. And I'm stuck in the corner, and I'm like, my job sucks. I want to be over there. And so I used to daydream. And one of the things that I would daydream is that they needed help at the counter and they needed to call me over. And so the fact that they needed help was something that would come up every once in a while. But there was another department that was close by where they would call for backup. So if so, if we needed someone to cover a break or, you know, someone missed during the day and we needed someone to, to fill a cashier spot, we would call for backup. And I wanted to be that backup, but I had no idea what the heck they were doing. My job had was completely different with what they were doing. I would visualize that they would say, hey, Jessica, we need your help over here. And I'd be like, okay. And like seriously exaggerated, like in my daydreams, seriously exaggerated. 
color, it was really bright, they were really happy, it felt really good. So they'd say, Jessica, we need your help over here. And I'd say, okay, I'm coming to help. And then I would go over to the counter and I'd process the payment. And then when I was done, they'd say, thank you so much. We're so thankful for your help. You're, we're so grateful, good job. And it was like a celebration, which is it, like funny. But I didn't realize how powerful that was. At the time, I had no idea what was happening in my subconscious mind, in my creative world, like the world that I was creating. Because at some point, my supervisor from that department called me in her office and she said, Jessica, we have some training coming up for the cashier's position and I wanted to know if you'd be interested in going. And I was like, yes, I would be interested in going. That sounds great, thank you. And so eventually I got to be up at the counter with the ladies sitting there laughing, taking in the cash payments and just enjoying the experience of being a cashier. And that was one of my favorite jobs. It was so much fun. And I'm still friends with some of those ladies today, which was super cool. So that was visualization. And I didn't know what I was doing. I just, I just did it. And I made something happen. And I think still for years, I didn't realize that I had done that. I didn't realize that I had had done that until a while after I was a certified coach and when I started focusing more on law of attraction and gratitude exercises and all that sort of stuff. So interesting, interesting. So one of my questions that I'd ask you to share with me on Instagram, send me a DM or share on your story is, have you ever visualized something and created it without realizing? Because to me, that was magical. The other thing that I wanted to touch on because it's all with regards to energy is I didn't know that people give off energy so powerfully. So every person that you come into contact with, depending on how sensitive you are to it, even if you're not sensitive to it, you might, you might not totally understand what's happening, but it happens. Eventually, I ended up leaving that job. I ended up working somewhere else and I worked with a person and this person turned out to not be a very good person. I, I didn't see that. It took me a while to see that. But what I knew is that every time I was around this person, I would get anxiety. My body would literally fucking, I want to say vibrate, but not in a good, it would like fucking buzz. Like I could feel fucking buzzing in my body. So I didn't know what that energy was. I thought that energy was excitement. I was, I was confused. I thought it was excitement. I thought it was like a challenge almost in the way that's like, okay, this is a challenge, but I can do this. Like I was challenging myself, but it turned out this person was not fucking good. And I could feel that buzzing feeling and I ignored it for fucking years. Not that I'm going to blame anyone. I made my own decisions, but I was in positions that, you know, just wasn't good. It wasn't safe for me. And I, I wish I would have known that feeling earlier. So again, I ask you, what kind of feeling do you get from people that you hang around with? And again, back to the CNC collab. One of the goals of that group, that small container is bringing women together that are looking for that exact same support, that magnetic, like the good positive energy, surrounding yourself with those good positive energy people. I'd invite you to consider any people that you know, whether you know them closely or not closely, and how does your body receive their energy when you're near them? And do you need to make a change? 
You know, there's a lot of debate in life, I think, in general, about um, sticking around people, whether they be longtime friends, relatives, or someone that society tells us that we need to respect them because there are fill in the blank. I don't believe that. I believe that if there's someone around me, I don't care how I know you or what society thinks is the right way for us to interact together. If I don't feel good energy from you, I know now I need to stay away and I'm no longer afraid to do that. And so that's something that I would invite you to to consider. And if there are people around you that when you know when you're around them, you feel their energy is positive and fun and exciting and bright and lively, then you know those are the people that you want to spend more time with. How can you just be in that energy more? But I think, and I can only speak on on behalf of women because I have been a a woman for 43 years. I've never been a man. I've never been any other person. And for women, we often have this thing that we talk about called women's intuition or inner knowing, inner wisdom. And sometimes what that looks like is something happens and like if it's after the fact, we go, oh, I knew that was going to happen. How did I know that? That's the intuition. That's the inner knowing. That's what I'm talking about. There's a whole other world of our being that exists that's not of this world. And I know I've said this quote before from the Bible, and I don't know where it's from, which section of the Bible, but it says what we see is temporary and what we don't see is eternal. But I encourage you to challenge yourself with with what you know. Like there's been times in my life where I am sure that I am psychic. And for the longest time, again, for the longest time, I didn't talk about any of this, right? I didn't, I didn't say it out loud. I it was just all these secret private little conversations that I was having with myself in my head. But you have also heard me talk about Steph Robbins. And Steph Robbins is a galactic intuitive. And she's a beautiful, beautiful soul. And I love every opportunity that I get to to speak with her. In one of our calls, she said to me, Jessica, do you know that you're psychic? And I, when she says shit to me, that's like so fucking true. And just like, I, I know she's almost like reading my mind. I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't feel like I have strengthened that muscle enough that I can use it. But there's been plenty of times where I have experiences where it's not just a red flag. It's not just like something is like, you know, not right or, you know, oh, I knew that was going to happen. But like seriously, psychic situations. And she told me that I should practice it more. I haven't practiced it as much as I should. I I, I don't think that I actually know how and, and what that looks like. But I think as women in general, and something just made me think of like our breasts, maybe our breasts are what make <laughs> What make us psychic? I have no idea. I know there's psychic men too. But I don't know. Like there's something magical about being a woman. Anyway, I, I love being a woman. I love having that intuition. And some of the ways that that comes to me is I'll feel something in my gut. I'll feel something in my chest. I'll get an idea. And I just have this inner knowing when I need to make a decision. And so I want to challenge you to first of all, identify, do you know where you feel your intuition when it comes? When you have to make a decision, do you know what the right answer is? Do you know what the answer is that's coming to you? I can ask myself something as simple as, 
Should I have another coffee? And I'll literally listen to my intuition. I literally have conversations with my intuition all the time. And so that's me initiating the conversation. And sometimes it's a little bit bigger than that. It's like, well, when it comes to work related, you know, should I do a live story on my Instagram right now? Should I talk about this topic? One of the things that I've been practicing more and more is showing up to some of my presentations a little less prepared than what I used to do. And what I mean by that is not that I'm being disrespectful or not taking it seriously, but I'm trusting my talent more. I'm trusting my intuition more. I'm trusting that um, anytime I want to prepare for a presentation that I listen to my intuition. So as an example, a few weeks prior to recording of this podcast, I had three events in three days, which is something that I usually try to just keep it to like one big event per week um, and not three in three days. Because I like to really focus and zone in energy wise with the audience and, you know, with the event. What I've been doing lately is before the event, like days before, I I sit, I'll sit at my desk, I'll sit with my journal, and I'll try to make some notes on what do I want to share with the audience. And during this three events and three days week, what was happening for me was I'd sit there in front of my computer and other times in front of my notebook and I'd say, okay, what is the message? And I would get grounded, I'd pray, I'd, you know, do what I needed to do to keep any distractions away from me, shutting off my phone, all that sort of thing. Well, that's like the main thing, right? Shut off the fucking phone. And so, and then I sit and I wait for my intuition to tell me, you know, what am I talking about? What's the priority here? What's the topic? What's the message? And during that week, I wasn't getting the message that I expected. What I was getting, and this was me initiating, I'm like, hello, knock, 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 intuition, universe, I need you. And the response that I was getting was, no, not right now. We don't need to prepare right now. We're not journaling today. Or just, no, go do something else. And I was tripping out a little bit because I was like, okay, um, I'm going to, I'm going to trust my intuition, I'm going to trust that I, the message is going to just download as it needs to happen. But I did want to prepare a little bit. So I was a little disappointed. And sometimes I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck? I'm sitting here trying to prepare, trying to connect, and I'm getting nothing. I'm literally getting the response of, no, no, we're not doing that right now. And I was just like, okay, uh, that's really strange, though. Like, why? (laughs) What the fuck? And so what ended up happening that day is for my first event, even hours before. So I'm doing my hair, doing my makeup, deciding what I'm going to wear. And then I was like, you know what, I just I want to make a couple of notes. And then I went to sit down again with my journal. And again, my inspiration, my universe, my inner being is like, no, you're just going to trust your talent. You're just going to go with your intuition. And at that point, I was like, fuck. I'm nervous. Like, okay, okay, I want to trust my intuition. I want to trust my inner being. But I kind of want, you know, a little bit of fallback. I want a little bit of (laughs) worldly, earthly, physical backup. And universe was like, "Uh, no, the fuck not. So that was an interesting challenge. What ended up happening is the talk was beautiful. I was in alignment. I was connected. I fucking prayed all day. Like if I was not, then like who knows what I probably would have got struck by lightning if if there was an alternative to what actually happened. But it was beautiful. It was great. It was me trusting my intuition. 
It was me trusting my inner being. It was me connecting with my inner wisdom, following that inner knowing. Like that shit can be scary. That shit can be really, really scary because it's like walking between two worlds, the earthly world and then the spiritual world. The earthly world tells us, you know, like you need to hustle, you need to to be prepared, you need to do this and you need to do that. And then the the spiritual, the very woo-woo is like, just go with the flow, just take it easy, just relax, just bask, just trust. (laughs) And that's fucking scary because it's like, okay, like I want to just fly like a butterfly, but I'm still here on earth. So it's such a fine line. It's super interesting. So what's happened for me recently is I've really been feeling the desire to talk about my expansion, my internal expansion, my intuition. I don't have a lot of people that I can really talk to that are like always available. Like maybe if if you're someone that's listening that you're like, you can talk to me. (laughs) It's not that I'm not trying to talk to people about it, but I just, you know, I look around Well, okay, here's the truth. So (laughs) during the evenings, I have three sons. One of them does not live at home. Two of them are teenagers. And like, they just, they don't want to really hang out with me. And even if they do hang out with me, we're not talking about, as much as I would love to, we're not talking about like spiritual growth or just those type of things that excite me. Once in a while, we'll have those conversations. I wish they were more than they are. And then it's me and my dog. And like, trust me, I'm literally watching Schitt's Creek for the fourth time because I love it, first of all. Like, David is so adorable. He's such a little bitch in that movie, but he's fucking adorable. And I love it. So that's like, that's what I'm doing because I don't have anybody to talk to. I don't have any friends. Just kidding. I do have friends. But still, not everybody gets it. and Not everybody's available to talk to me on that level, that intellectual, intuitional, did I just make up that word? Level of spirituality. And I've been going through another shift. I'm going through another change. I'm going through another like spiritual transition and I can feel it. And I'm trying to figure out a way to communicate it. And I'm my spirit is really like my spirit is initiating it and I physically am initiating it. And so like it's it's coming together just like I was just talking about being in the spiritual world and the physical world. It's a challenge. It's a growth challenge, a mountain, you know, that I'm climbing. I know I'm going to get over it, but I'm climbing it. And so In the midst of this transition, in the midst of the call, you know, I'm putting this out there. I need to talk to someone that understands. I need to, like, sometimes, honestly, I'll have a conversation with my friends and I love them. They're brilliant. But, you know, sometimes we're just on different planets. I think on the weekend, I had a couple glasses of wine and, you know, said some things that they were kind of looking at me like I was a little weird, like I was an alien. That's how I felt anyway. Either way, I'm sending out this signal. I'm sending out the signal that SOS, I need some help. (laughs) I need some help save my ship. A coach that I've worked with before, her her name is Jill Perrick, and she calls herself the imposter syndrome coach. It's at your coach Jill on Instagram. And I've worked with her before. And one of the things that she talks about is 
or limiting beliefs. It's something like it's stuff that I talk about as well. And I knew I needed to talk to someone who gets it, someone who's on that level, someone who, when I talk about manifestations, when I talk about limiting beliefs and like breaking them down and having things that I shouldn't have. And what I mean by that is, you know, being the exception to the rule, if, if that makes any sense. If I want to manifest something, something that's fucking ridiculous, like let's say $100,000 in three months or something, or $100,000 in one month, let's say I want to manifest that. I want to be able to talk to somebody about it because it's always just me and my journal (laughs) and me and my dog and me and my prayers. And every once in a while, I just need to reach out to another human being to say, are you fucking with me? Like, am I by myself? Like, just tell me I'm not crazy. I just need a little bit of reassurance sometimes. And so Jill is that person, is that person for me right now. And I'm super excited about that. I also had another session with Steph Robbins. And you know what? This is part of my inner growth. This is part of my inner work that Jill and I talked about in the last episode. All of these things came to me by the communication of trust and intuition. Intuition coming both ways. Intuition from me initiating it and intuition from the universe calling to me. And it's just it's just been pretty amazing. Whatever we want is out there. Here are some things that I that I truly believe about when we get ideas, when we get inspirations, that is that's the universe. That's the universe initiating to us. Like, hey, here's an idea. I believe that the universe is not going to just give us that idea to wave it in our face to say, imagine you had this. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. No, I don't believe that. What I believe is the universe is saying, this is something that you would like, wouldn't you? Why don't you start taking steps towards it and you can have it? Whatever that it is, it's the culmination between you reaching out, you initiating intuition and universe initiating intuition and and culminating together. And when I say that, I have my eyes closed right now, I see white and gold magical light. I believe that we're here on this earth for a purpose. I believe that if we stop and think that I'm fucking here for a purpose, God put me here to do this. And when we can trust that, and when we can trust our intuitional messages, I totally just made up that word. I'll have to Google it to see if it actually exists already. Then I believe it's meant to be. And you know what? I have big fucking dreams. Most times I'm scared to say it out loud because many people are not going to understand me. But that's okay because I'm initiating through my intuition. I'm calling in and I'm trusting that I'm going to find my group. I'm going to find my people that I need to confide in and people that need to confide confide in me through the, through the CNC collab. And we're going to make our dreams come true. And that makes me happy. That makes me feel gratitude. That makes me feel like I appreciate where I am. That makes me love my life. That makes me love this human experience. It, it makes me feel joy. It makes me feel free. It makes me feel like I could fly. My spirit is flying and I love it. So a couple of ways that I will invite you to, you know, if you're feeling like, okay, I can feel the inspiration, but not loud enough. Is this actually right? 
here are some things that I do to get clear on it is I ask and I pray. I have a conversation. So one of the things I used to pray with a friend and one of the things that drove me nuts about the way that they prayed was it was a one-way conversation. It was this person saying a prayer to God and then just walking away, but there was no conversation. And, And I believe that prayer is a conversation and it's how you can have a conversation. So I would say, God, creator, universe. And sometimes I'll even throw in ancestors, guides, grandma, Matthew, like all my guides that are around me. Help me with this answer. I need direction. I need to know if this is the right thing for me to do. Like I'll ask the question. And then because it's conversation, listening is just important. And so that means making room to listen. That means meditating, Um, sometimes if meditating just isn't your thing, what you can actually do is, you know, set a timer, start for five minutes, work your way up to 15 or 20 minutes and have it be silent. If if that's your thing, if meditation and, and that thing just isn't for you. Well, actually, here's another little quick tip on it is I used to think that you had to get good at meditation and I wasn't good. I was like, I suck at this. It's not working. I don't know what's happening. I'm closing my eyes and and trying so hard to meditate for 15 minutes every fucking day and it's not working. And then I can't remember where I learned this or where this came from, but I realized I don't have to get good at anything. Meditation isn't about getting good at it. Meditation is about finding peace in a moment, finding peace in the day, just in that very second, in this very second, how can I find the most peace? And that changes it from needing to get good. So meditate, you can light a candle and just watch the candle. You can walk in nature. So spend some time walking in nature. This is something that I hear my spirit like literally tell me on a daily basis, go for a walk. And when I hear that voice, and I, this is not an audible voice. This is just the, the intuitional message that I hear is go for a walk. And in my head, I literally see a forest. I see trees and I'm... I'm trying to listen to that more by going for a walk today because sometimes what I just do is I ignore it and it's just going to keep coming back. Ultimately, take away distractions. So going to sit on the couch, this is what I've done, going to sit on the couch to watch Netflix for two hours, that's not, that's like throwing yourself into distraction, right? That's, I've done that. It's not the way. Turning off your phone. Sometimes I literally have to power down my phone. Because I pick it up every five minutes to, you know, for for whatever hell reason, I have no idea. So that's a way. And these are all things that you can interchange with each other as well. Another thing that you can do is exercise. I do yoga on a quite regular basis because this is my excuse, my reason why I do it. Because I have two back injuries and if I don't do yoga, then I clench up. I just clench up and I'm in pain. So I exercise, I have to move the energy, you have to move energy through your body because sometimes what's happening is in order to connect with our intuition, like we're not always going to get it just when we're just sitting there. We need to incorporate all of the different ways that our our body is engaged in this planet on earth. Think about what gets you excited. And if you can use your intuition, if you can learn to trust that you can have more things in your life that make you excited, if you can trust that you're here for a reason, you're here on this earth for a purpose, and if you can just trust 
that these ideas that you're getting, if you can trust that, oh, this idea feels good, this must be my intuition. If you can start trusting and practicing that, then that's how you build it. I couldn't have it any other way. I started like really, really trusting my intuition. Every every day it's getting stronger and stronger. And I've been doing this for years now. There are some days where I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't understand what's communicating. And that's what I find is transition. You know what? I just, I couldn't live any other way. This is what it means to me, trusting an intuition. You know, when you're making big decisions, should I take this job? Do I want to stay at this job? I don't know, whatever the question might be. Do I want to work with this client? Do I want to speak on this topic, right? How does it feel? Trust your intuition, take small steps and and just keep going because this is part of the journey. The growing, it never ends. It just keeps on fucking going. So enjoy it, have fun. Ask me any questions about the CNC collab. Look forward to chatting with you again next week. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. Miigwech, egose, merci. Please don't leave without hearing me tell you that you are worthy and your time is worthy, which is why I'm so happy you chose to listen to this podcast. If there was something in this message that resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at jessicadumas01. Because if you found this helpful, your friends and your cousins will want to know about it. Until next time, decide you are worthy of what you want and go get it.